This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. This is Soul to Soul, and this is Friday afternoon. Late getting late going, getting close to Shabbos, and a very, very warm welcome to each and every one of our radio family. Thank you so, so much for taking the time as you travel home or as you're busy in your kitchen or doing whatever it is that you need to do on Erev Shabbos. Thank you so much for turning your radio to Chai FM and being part of our radio family on this very auspicious Shabbos, which is actually the ninth of Av, actually uh, Tish above it uh, itself, but of course, because of the fact that uh, we don't uh, generally uh, on Shabbos fast or 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 mourn, we never fast except, of course, when Shabbat coincides with Yom Kippur, then the holiness and uh, the amazing specter of, of Yom Kippur uh, uh, pushes aside even the enjoyment of of Shabbos, but otherwise we don't. So we are pushing off the the commemoration and all the all the ceremonies of of Tisha B'av until after after Shabbat. So I'm sure as you're aware, Tisha B'av will begin as soon as Shabbos is over. Although in fact the prohibition of eating. Uh, begins even before the termination of Shabbos, already from from sunset or just before just before sunset, we stop we stop eating, which I think is around five thirty three, uh, and then Shabbos continues. And when Shabbos is over, then the actual uh, then the other uh, sort of uh, obligations and uh, conduct of Tisha B'av kick in. We we take off our our shoes and we take off our uh, Shabbos clothing and change to clothing that's obviously like for a whole nine days, clothing that's been worn uh, uh, before, and we begin the 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 then the twenty four hours or so of of the of the fast of of of, of Tishbov. But uh, Tishbov uh, has become, particularly in this town, but really everywhere, a, a day of the most amazing inspiration well it used to be i remember as a kid growing up and it was just a long long length okay i did grow up in the northern hemisphere where tishbov was sort of three to three and a half hours longer than uh than it is uh than it is here but it just kind of dragged and it was a day oh what are you going to do how are you going to fill this day how are you going to sort of survive all the hours until the fast actually ends but actually now with the advent of all the amazing programs that are on there there are guest speakers in town there are all sorts of videos full of full of inspirational uh, uh, words of Torah and and things like that and and things online and of course uh, Chai FM also is definitely coming to the party on this I'm sure you've heard from some of the other presenters from uh, the time Shabbos is over until the end of Tisha B'Av we're going to be streaming straight words of inspiration, words of, of, of Torah, no music, nothing that's inappropriate for the day. The program has been screened by some of our senior uh, uh, presenters. And just keep your radio tuned. If you're going to be home, if you're going to be sort of uh, uh, not going to shul, then just keep your radio tuned to Chai FM for the entire night, for the entire Moetzoi Shabbos and uh, and Sunday, and allow yourself to feel 
the the sadness that feel the the disconnection of what Tishabov is and how we can correct it, how we can build, how we can how we can uh, resurrect ourselves and and uh, yeah rebuild the Beis Hamikdash, if not the Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim, which of course we're hoping and and expecting and waiting to do every single day, but also the the, the mess that that we've become, the kind of the 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 churban and the chomas that's that's come of our own being and our own potential and our own ability to achieve and our own ability to to relate to people and where we've gone sort of off the off the off the derech and you know in in our in our own way we relate to 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 other people and our way in our way we relate to to the rabbanim and our service of 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 Hashem this is really what Tishabov is 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 about and kind of. As I say, hitting, hitting kind of rock bottom, rock bottom and then, and then rebuilding and resurrecting ourselves and preparing for, for, uh, Rosh Hashanah, which of course is only seven weeks, uh, after, in fact, you know, as we sit down to break our, our fast on, on Sunday, Sunday night. So exactly seven weeks from, from Sunday night. We'll be in shul and listening to the first strains of that of that baruch Hu as we as we usher in the 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 first night of of uh, of, of of Rosh Hashanah. What I want to just focus on for a couple of minutes is, I mean, in this world, there's nothing that is coincidental, and some if somehow the calendar has has kind of uh, worked out in such a way that Shabbat coincides with with the Tisha B'av, so then there needs to be some sort of meaning, some sort of a deeper and, and, and hidden connection that, that exists perhaps between, between, uh, Tishabov and, 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 and Shabbos. So let's, let's see if perhaps we can, we can see a little about that. Then I think the starting place would be a, uh, a Rashi on this week's, uh, on this week's Pasha, where of course this week is Pasha's Devorim, where Moshe Rabbeinu begins his, uh, his last soliloquy, his last, uh, uh, sermon to the Jewish nation. And, uh, the first part of it is, is quite a lot of, quite a lot of, uh, uh, rebuke and the things they needed to know before they would go into, into the land of, uh, of, uh, of, of Israel. Uh, Moshe actually begins his uh, address to the Jewish nation and says, Hashem Aleikim Dibere Eleinu B'Choyrev Lemar. Hashem our God spoke to us in Choyrev, saying, Rav Lochem Sheves Bahar Baharazeh. It's enough of you uh, 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 staying at this at this mountain. And Rashi says, what does it mean the words Rav Lochem Sheves? And I'll just read, read the uh Read the, the English. It says, you've, you've spent long enough here at, at Har Sinai. In other words, he understands, on one hand, he understands it, uh, according to the, to the Pshat, according to the straightforward explanation. But then he says, there's also a, a Medrash Agada. There is an Agadic interpretation in, in the Midrashim, which says that there's so much greatness for you and so much reward for you having dwelt at this mountain. You were here for virtually almost a year, and look what you achieved at the mountain. You made the Mishkan, you made the Menorah, and all the other, Kalem, all the other vessels. You received the Torah. You appointed a Sanhedrin for yourselves. 
and you made ministers, you made the sorry I love him, ministers of thousands and ministers of, 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 of hundreds. So there are a couple of questions, first of all, <coughs> on, on the Rashi itself. Uh, a Rashi in his list includes all the Kalim of the Mishkan and then singles out the menorah and, and mentions it separately as well. And that's difficult. Why? Surely the, the menorah is just simply one of the, of the, uh, Kalim in the, in the, uh, in, in the Mishkan. So, so I saw the, the, the Maskele David asks this question and he answers, well, the menorah is different because the menorah had the Ner Hamarovi, the, the western most light, which never ever went, uh, went out. But the truth is, even that is a little bit un- unclear because we know there were many, many miracle, miracles that occurred in the, uh, in the, in the basis of Mikdash on, on almost on a constant basis. Why it was the miracle of the fact that one of the lights of the menorah never went out. Why is that singled out as something as being so important that Rashi mentions it actually all by, all by, uh, all by himself? It's also actually a, a, very, very, uh, basic question that we need to ask. What, is there anything, these are just sort of random examples of things that happened. Is, is there any sort of connection between all the different items kind of enumerated in, in the list that Rashi, that Rashi brings to show the greatness of, of Kleisol that they achieved? Because the truth is that, uh, at first glance, these all these different elements are quite disjoint. They don't seem at all to be part of any kind of a any kind of a a pattern. And there are lots and lots of miracles, many, many of which occurred at uh, at, uh, at at Harsina. But for the fact that the Medrash singled out these points, so we have to assume that there is some some connection, some lesson that we need that we need to 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 learn. Now, when we talk about the Churban Beis the destruction of, of, of the Beis there, there are many, many reasons brought, brought in, in the words of Chazal as to why, why it happened, why the, the Gemara is full of different uh, causalities and different reasons why uh, the Beis would have would have been, been destroyed. Very, very po- poignant is the opinion of uh, Abaya. In, in the Gemara, the Gemara says that Amar Abaya lechor Yushalayim, Yushalayim was only destroyed ela b'shvil shechilu ba'as only because they desecrated the the uh, the Shabbos. And he brings a a pasuk which says that from my Shabbos they diverted, they turned their eyes away from from my Shabbos, and and. Uh, and I was desecrated. I was I was uh, defiled amongst amongst the Jewish nation. This is again a quite a, quite a difficult statement. I mean, there are many many uh, reasons for for the uh, for the uh, for the Chorban. and uh, why specifically? Why why does why does Abaya pick on on this on this particular on this particular uh, 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 event? As being, as being the, the Chorban. And perhaps if we understand it, we'll then understand a little bit about, about the, the, uh, the, the Rashi. Because if we, if we in fact look at the Posuk that Abaya brings and look a little bit earlier and a little bit uh, later in, in the Pesukim there in, in the Navi, 
we find that the Jews were actually guilty of much, much more serious types of crimes, much more serious types of averos. The, the Torah says that the Lenovi says they were busy of, they were, they were guilty of, of, of murder and, uh, and, uh, fathers and mothers were, were, were treated with total dis, disrespect and, and, and converts were, were, were misused and, and, and abused amongst your, your knees as were, as were orphans and, and, uh, and, uh, and widows. Uh, and they were they were wronged on many many levels. So so the the the, the pasukim continued to list many many such types of things as murder and and promiscuity and even uh, adultery and even in fact at the very very pasuk that uh, that Abaya actually quoted he only quotes one segment of the pasuk. The pasuk actually starts. By still listing more of the crimes that were that were done, and that uh, and that was that he says the the kainim, the kainims uh, stole my Torah, and they desecrated my my sacrificial things uh, between the sacred and and the and the normal and the, and the daily and the mundane. They didn't make any any separation, and between the impure and the and the pure, they did not uh, let them let them know the difference. So why did Abaya kind of, I mean, there's so many other things he could have chosen. Why did Abaya specifically pick this concept of, of Chil Shabbos, of desecration of the Shabbos as being the cause for the, uh, for the, uh, for, for the Chorbin? And in fact, a few Pesukim earlier actually also mentions the concept of, of, uh, that they desecrated the Shabbos. Why is it even mentioned again? And why did Abaya pick this pasuk and not and not the uh, the 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 other? So it's interesting that there seems to be a a a a very very deep connection between uh, uh, Abaya and and the 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 destruction of the of of the Beis Hamikdash. It's brought in 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 uh, some of this forum that the the name. Abaya is actually an acronym from from a pasuk in in Echa where it says Ach bi Yoshuv Yafoich Yodi Kol Kol Hayayim. It says uh, only on me does Hakadosh Baruch Hu's punitive hand uh, arrest, and he's repeatedly striking me all 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 day. So so somehow Abaya feels very very deeply connected to to the Churban Churban Beis Hamikdash and. And therefore, any insight he would have regarding that subject is something that certainly we need to we need to uh, uh, understand. The Gemara in, in, in Tainus tells us another interesting thing about Abaya. It says that at uh, every single erev Shabbos, a a baskoil, a, a heavenly voice, would call out and and greet him. So. Rava, uh, Abaya had not only a connection to the Chubim Beis Hamikdash, but also somehow was very, very much tied in and very, very much uh, exemplary in in the way he related to uh, to to Shabbos and 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 merited this special connection to uh, to to Shabbos. So maybe that's why. In, in talking about the Churban, he connected to Shabbos because those seem to have been two very, very important things to uh, to uh, to him, and that's why he specifically chose those uh, those items to to uh, to focus to focus on. And 
perhaps what what is going on here and, and what what the the uh, the the, uh, the uh, commentaries are, are are referring to here when the pasuk says that the the Kayanim stole the Torah, it means that they the the jobs of the, of the Kayanim, the whole purpose of the Kayanim, besides the, doing the actual service, many of the the, the Rambam talks about it. Their, their purpose is, is to be the instructors, to be the teachers, to be the Rabbonim, to go out there and and be teaching Torah to the to the Jewish to the Jewish nation, spreading spreading the knowledge, spreading the halacha. And perhaps when it says that they means that they they stole the Torah, they kept it for themselves. They weren't instructing. They weren't doing their primary job of of teaching the masses, of teaching the the, the class, or teaching the people that hadn't yet had the opportunity to learn and know about what what Shabbos was about. What what the and and, and that's considered as if they actually kept the Torah for themselves and and stole it for themselves. We'll come back and and just bring everything together. In a moment, but we're going to take a short uh, advert break. This is 101.9 Chai FM, Soul to Soul, on the greatest Jewish radio station in Africa. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM, we're back on the station. We'll continue just to finish off the idea we started. Besides the concept of keeping the the halachot of Shabbos and, and doing it right in terms of in terms of the laws, we know that there's a another aspect to to Shabbos, and that is where it says that a person works; he's busy the whole week working and doing doing his stuff. Come come Shabbos, he has the opportunity to come home and reconnect with his family and spend time. Mishnah says he spends time with his sons, with his family, and and uh, this elevates, it brings them all together, it elevates them all together, and in fact strengthens their connection to to one another. So Abai was saying that perhaps not only is the fact that the Kayanim and Wood leaders didn't teach the proper observance of Shabbos, but they didn't teach the Jewish nation to appreciate the Kedusha, to appreciate the holiness of Shabbos and, and how to utilize it in order to strengthen themselves and, and, and their entire, entire families. And that was the kind of underlying catalyst for all of the other sins, right? including what the, what the Navi mentions earlier, the actual Chilu Shabbos. Because when a family is together and a family is observing Shabbos together, each one tells the other what he learned, what, what he knows, and, and, and they, the composite comes out a greater and holier and much more complete, much more complete, complete thing. So this kind of, the, 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 the Ruchnius, the, the spiritual depth that exists in, in, in Shabbos and, and, and the tremendous uh, uh, potency that it has. So many of the, many of the swarm bring about that. In fact, they bring it out from this very postlet that we started with, where, uh, 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 says, says, uh, to us, Rav Lochem Sheves Bohorazeh. So says the, uh, says the Svasemis that the word Sheves could actually be, be read as, as Shabbos. Rav Lochem Shabbos Baharazeh, which means that just as the Shabbos prepares a person spiritually and gives him the, the strength to succeed during the, the week that follows, so to Klal Yisrael, 
when we were spent a year at uh, at Har Sinai, that also functioned as as a kind of a a, a year long Shabbos in terms of preparing them for all the challenges, all the hardships, all the difficulties that they would face in in arriving in, and in, in in being able to uh, uh, take over and and properly appreciate a uh, 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 Klal Therefore, when we say that the pasuk says Rav Lochem Shabbos, it means that the 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 the, the Shabbos that you had at Rasina this year of of preparation, this year of putting yourself on a level where you'd be able then you'd be you'd be endowed with the with the gifts you need, you'd be endowed with the strength that you need to 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 handle uh, 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 the galut, to handle whatever was coming that you you received at uh, at 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 uh, at, uh, at at Har Sinai. Uh, and 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 then the pasuk carries him dibere leinu bechoyrev lemar, and the connection is choyrev could also is the name of a place, but it could also come from the word churban, destruction, and 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 therefore highlighting the connection that we need the strength, we need the Shabbos, we need proper observance of the Shabbos to give us that which we need to withstand, to survive, to be able to carry forward and, and, and fulfill the mission and the mandate that we as individuals and we as a Jewish nation have. If we don't, if we don't have the Shabbos, if we don't appreciate and we don't use and we don't utilize the Kedusha of Shabbos, we don't understand that it's a time not only for 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 upgrading our, our observance of Shabbos, but for upgrading our, our function as a as as a family. Then then that that's the cause of churban. That's the cause of of of, of destruction. And and perhaps that is what Abaya Abaya is saying that the what, what brought about the downfall, what brought about the this sort of the uh, uh, the fragmentation of the Jewish nation, both physically and into Galut, and and, and the, disp- the, the 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 dispersion of their energies and their ability to achieve as a nation was that they lost that achdut, they lost the unity, they lost the kedusha that Shabbos that Shabbos uh, that Shabbos uh, brings to to us. So perhaps now we can begin to understand Rashi's uh, Rashi's comment. So the first two things that Rashi singled out, which were the Mishkan, the Menorah, and the Torah, are all eternal gifts that the Rebbeinu Shlodim gave them, and that was uh, uh, they all helped to to give us the strength to be able to in, in, endure whatever was going to come, the bitter and the long goles we had to we had to go to, and they're all directly connected. To, to the Shabbos. Why? Because the Gemara says, the Gemara in Saita says, that when the Beis HaMikdash was, was built, so the Mishkan was hidden away. Which means that although the Mishkan was physically no longer, it was, it was, the, it was, it was, in, in, it was uh, put in Geniza, was put in, in, in a place where no one could see it, but it didn't, it, its potency didn't stop. The, the spiritual energy that it's created did not leave Klaiso. On the contrary, it remains with us, within us. It remains with us wherever we, wherever we, uh, we, we are, right? It says, I'll put my Mishkan inside of you. That, that never, that never, that never leaves us. We have that with us 
all all the time. The spiritual power of 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 the Mishkan so helps a person, enables a person to develop his own Mishkan inside inside himself, which is really our own personal connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right? As as uh, as it says that uh, I think the Sefer Charedim. Uh, uh, brings down and says, uh, mishkan evne. I'm gonna build a mishkan in my, in my heart, which is obviously the place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence will be able to live inside each and every one, each, every, every one of us. And therefore the connection between mishkan, all the kalim, and Shabbos is, is so clear because they both do that. They both strengthen us. They both help us. They both create within us the energy, the power, the 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 uh, the, the battery that's going to keep us going throughout throughout the uh, throughout the, the 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 times. And perhaps that's why uh, Rashi singled out the Menorah. And and as we said, the uh, the the con- the concept was that the speciality of the menorah was the ner ma'rovi, this one candle that never ever went went down. Which means that even many of the of the kalim of the Beis Hamikdash were unfortunately even captured during during the korban. So Chazal tell us that the menorah. The menorah was never was never captured. The, the menorah was nignas. The menorah was was hidden was hidden away. And and the Sfarim say that when Chazal tell us that the ner marovi, this western light of the menorah, was never extinguished, it meant that wherever it is that the menorah is hidden, it's still burning to this very very day. Throughout all the all the all the difficulties, this ner marovi, this connection, this one light. Continues, continues the burn. And this can be understood in the same way as, as, as with the rest of the Mishkan. Although the, the physical Mishkan was, 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 uh, hidden, that connection remains. And that's what keeps us going throughout the time of the Churban, throughout. And that's our hope. That's why on Tishbov, after we sit down, we mourn, we can reconnect to that Nehemiah We continue to grow. We continue to move. We continue to do what we have to do until our Kodesh Baruch sees fit to bring back the Beis HaMikdash that we so dearly long for and we so dearly yearn for. Hopefully it should happen speedily in our days. We'll be back with a few halachic insights at, after this break. This is 101.9 Chai FM. Don't run away. This is Hilchos Shabbos with Rabbi Moshe Schnurb. 101.9 Chai FM. We are back on the air here with the Soul to Soul on Friday afternoon. This is, of course, as I mentioned, Erev Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Devorim. We are starting the the book of Devorim, which means that, yeah, Rosh Hashanah and Simchas Torah can't be that far away. In fact, I have an old friend who, uh, when he was in university, said he always gets worried when when uh, when Sefer Devorim comes because he knows that uh, final exams can't be far behind. Okay, I guess that's one way of, 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 of looking at it. Uh, the important details for this Shabbos, so uh, the latest time for candlelighting this afternoon is at 17 minutes past 5. It's starting to gather a little bit of momentum, 17 past 5. Uh, this week we know is this, the it gets the name of Shabbat Chazon because of course it's a special Haftorah that we read which is the first chapter of the book of, of, of Isaiah which is part of the lamentation of, uh, of, of the vision of, of, of Yeshaya of how the Jewish nation has kind of uh, hit a, a little bit of a speed wobble in their, in their service 
of of uh, of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, and then you know just just uh, and then Shabbos Kodesh actually ends tomorrow night at nine minutes past six six oh nine is the end of Shabbos, which as I said is the time when all but eating because the eating we said you have to finish uh, earlier, you have to finish even before before sunset. Uh, but then, as Shabbos carries on, and we we begin the full observance of Tishba, we say taking off our shoes and 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 our Shabbos clothes uh, after six or nine, and then proceed to to Shul, where we'll dab in Mayrev and 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 uh, and uh, Kinas, and then every Shul has a, a program, something significant, something uh, meaningful lined up for. For to 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 inspire us and to help us understand a little bit about what Tishabov is and what what we're mourning and what what we miss and and why this is in fact such a such a sad uh, such a sad day. The the Shabbos more or less is is a regular is a regular Shabbos. Obviously, we'll go to shul in the morning. Uh, uh, we have still the obligation of having three three meals. Obviously, the Third meal, the Sudash Lashit, is also going to be the last meal before the, the, the fast. So obviously one might want to prepare a little bit more, uh, elaborate, uh, kind of food than perhaps one necessarily has uh, on other weeks. You know, it's going to keep you going for the next, uh, 25 hours or, or so. You could, uh, theoretically have, uh, have meat if one wants to. As you said, Shabbos, there's no, there's no prohibition. Of having of having meat, so one could one could do that. And eat, you know, one will do one's own one's own uh, 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 thing. Uh, the practices of Tishba, of course, we know: uh, not eating, not drinking, not wearing not wearing shoes, not washing uh, any part of the body unless it's actually uh, uh, soiled. Not uh, anointing ourselves with creams or, or, or sprays or, or things like that. And uh, of course, uh, prohibition of of marital relations for 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 married married couples. We also don't don't greet each other the entire the entire day. If someone does greet you, just kind of uh, acknowledge it in a in a soft kind of way. You know, let them know you're aware they're there, but that you're not going to get into a into a whole uh, uh, elaborate kind of conversation. Uh, we the customers we sit. Uh, on on Motzei Shabbos and until midday on Sunday, we sit on the floor or on a chair that's at least less than thirty centimeters, twenty-eight point six centimeters, to be exact, off the uh, off the ground. From midday, you are allowed to sit on a chair, and also from midday, one can do whatever needs to do around the around the house, tidy up, perhaps uh, after after Shabbos, you know, whatever. Dishes need to need to be done, etc. Uh, and then on Sunday night, obviously, when the fast ends, one still has to make uh, havdalah before one eats, which would mean taking a cup of wine or grape juice, saying havagafen and the bracha of havdalah. The bracha over the fire is made on Moetzai Shabbos. Usually, it's done in shul before before echa, and the besamim we lose out on on this this uh, this week. Clocks tell me I need to I need to go, and just give me one minute to to wish you all a a beautiful a beautiful Shabbos. Let's take the lessons that the Churban 
taught us of how we have to properly utilize the Shabbos, both in terms of keeping the laws properly and in terms of understanding the, the holiness and the significance of the family element of Shabbos, because lacking that, says Abaya, that can cause, God forbid, a destruction, and then may we be granted an easy fast, a fast that will allow us to focus on, on the really meaningful parts of a day, go to shul, be part of things, hear a good shear, be inspired, and, and please God, may HaKadosh Baruch see our tears, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, understand our yearning for what we really believe to be true, what we really believe to be real, and that is the building of the best Mitkash, and let it happen speedily in our day. I really thank each and every one of you for being part of our of our family, for listening to us. Please send in any comments you have, and please, God, we'll share some time again together next week. And just end off by wishing all of you a good Shabbos.